Good afternoon. Hi, my name is Ann McNeil and I am the Master Wealth Builder, helping you to build a stronger and better life and business. And we want to <laughs> we want to welcome you to another episode of Hashtag My Investing Story. Iona McNeil and I are volunteers with Better Investing. And Better Investing is a not-for-profit organization established in 1951. Now, I know I look a little, you know, a little old, but 1951 was actually before I was born. So the organization was established in 1951 as the National Association of Investors. And as a 501c3 nonprofit organization, this organization has helped over five, and I love saying that, over 5 million individual investors learn how to invest and learn how to improve our financial futures. And so we do that by providing unbiased, educational, and powerful online tools. Now, we are not day traders. We're not stockbrokers. We are simply volunteers. And I want to make sure I always say that because I think it's very important that you know you're not going to be sold on anything but yourself and encouraging you to consider becoming a better investor. Now, with that in mind and that done, and, and now we can get on to another phenomenal hashtag, my investing story. So please comment, like, and share the show because we're going to introduce you to our special guest tonight is none other than Miss Whitney Bingham. And Whitney is the CEO and founder of Selfish Evolution, which is a wellness, and I love this, Whitney, as I was reading your bio. This is a wellness company that helps you guide um, um, be, helps you to be guided into healing yourself using sound bowls and yoga and mindfulness activities. So we'll talk about that in a minute, but she's also been a member of the Cash C-A-S-H Investment Club in Milwaukee and w, uh, for the last three years. And she has led them, and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, um, your collective impact initiative, education with the kids, we're very excited, Whitney, to have you share with us this, uh, I call it a passion for the youth, for the future. So with that being said, let's welcome Iona McNeil, my co-host, and we'll go ahead and, and uh, get this interview started. Thank you. Thank How are you, you tonight, Ioni? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. So uh, Whitney, I'm, I'm excited to... Um, talk to you this evening, because I think it's been about two years we've known of each other. Um, so this, and this is, I know, your second year participating in the Summer Stop Market Experience Program. Yep. Okay. So, um, and say something louder, make sure I can hear you. Justine, hello, okay. everybody. Yes. <laughs> so um, actually, I, I'm going to switch up this interview just a tad, and I want to ask, what caused you to um, start your business, Selfish Evolution, uh, which is a wellness business? And was it, was it at the same time you just 
decided to start to do better for yourself financially or did it kind of come after? Want to see um, the, the thought process and, mm -hmm, around that? Yeah, well, honestly, I started this business for myself to really heal and work on myself and along the way, help other people. Um, and it kind of did come after learning a little bit about investing and um, just the importance of, you know, being my own boss and, you know, having that another strand of income coming in. So um, it definitely did happen after I think I learned a lot more about investing for sure. Okay, excellent. So take us back to uh, your childhood. Are you originally from Milwaukee? Well, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, okay. the capital okay. of Wisconsin. Yep. Right. Um, and um, I moved to Milwaukee about, it's probably been about 10 years now. Okay. Um, yep. So, so I wanted to just expand myself and, and um, get out of my hometown and um, yeah. Spread your wings. Definitely. Yes. So, so yeah, one of the questions I love asking uh, our individual guests is, to talk to us about um, how you were raised with money and your childhood memories and experiences uh, being raised in Madison uh, with money. So if you could kind of walk us through what may have been um, explicitly conveyed to you or not explicitly, because we just want to uh, get a sense of, of where you started, what you was exposed to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I grew up with a single mother um, who uh, worked hard um, and uh, we never really talked about investing. Money was one of those things that we had and if we had, it, it was for a short amount of time. Um, and when we had it, it was good, but it was, um, you know, it was short-lived. It was one of those things that we kind of um, struggled month to month um, having. Um, so it was nothing that, it was not something that we talked about as far as savings and putting it somewhere to go off to college. That was not anything that was ever taught to me um, growing up, which is why I'm so passionate about trying to do this now um, to kind of break that cycle of, of um, not having that financial education. So, yep. And I do remember though, in high school, they taught us how to make a trade in high school using, um, I feel like it was E-Trade. Um, and I never I never took it serious. I remember, because I didn't have anybody teaching me or telling me how important it was, but I remember learning about how to make a trade on E-Trade in high school a long, long time ago, so. But was that but like yeah. a economics class activity? I think it was, yeah. Yep, on. it was like one of the sections we did in an economics class, or something like that. But yeah, I wish I had someone to keep pushing me through that to understand the real importance of it. So, I mean, talk to us a little bit about when you realized money was important. Um, I mean, I'm sure you recognize as a child, but um, a lot of times there, there is some type of event or uh, something happens um, to have you kind of shift your per perspective, not just perspective, but to become more proactive about doing better, learning more? Was it a person? Was it an article? Um, because you know we wanna get a sense of when you possibly even came into this information. 
Yeah, so um, in Madison, I worked at a retirement community um, for, started when I was 14, started working when I was 14, um, and I was there for 12, 13 years. So when I was like 20, uh, working there, and I was able to get that full-time status, and I was getting more benefits and things, I was like, I want a retirement plan. And I was like, I want to get that. And so I was getting, I got set up with that was my first thing of like, um, just trying to prepare for my future. Um, I didn't know anything about what to put for settings or like how to really manage it. I was just like, just let me get it. The, my new, my company that I worked for matched like 50%. So I was like, I'll do that. Um, so I did start that, that as my first official like investing. Um, I would say I probably got more serious of like learning um, about investing was when I joined the investment club, the cash investment club. And that, so that wasn't too long ago um, where I really got um, real serious about just educating myself and taking those next steps to take some of that money that I've already grown from that company and things like that and put it into, you know, the right path. So was it because you were working at a retirement home to make you think about retirement I mean, at that age or yeah, and I, did somebody I, say something to you? You know what? I think it was someone that it might've been a resident or someone I was working with that was like, you know, get a retirement, honey. Like, um, and I had, um, uh, remember telling my mom about it and she was like, oh yeah, you could do that. You know? Um, but there was no other conversation besides that, but yeah, I think it was probably someone, you know, I grew up there in this retirement home. So these were like my second grandparents. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I feel like that was probably definitely one of the reasons why I kind of started it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so glad you shared that because I, I don't think people realize like how much kind of just above your ahead of your time stuff you get when you hang out with older people, Absolutely. you know, they'll they'll bring up things that your parents probably never even brought up or was too busy to think about. So, Absolutely. OK, um, Last time we talked, we talked about uh, two books that you were reading, uh, or I think also probably even reading for your daughter or shared with your daughter, Jackie's book. Um, you know, Jackie Kosky? Yes. Remind me. And, and your book too, The Billionaire. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. So, so talk to us a little bit about what made you get those two books and start to share that, you know, with, with your daughter. You know what? I think I was watching one of these um, podcasts, I believe it was one of the Wednesdays. And um, I instantly just, I wanted to support another person of color, another woman of color um, for first and foremost. And um, I wanted to start, start early with my daughter. My daughter's four. Um, we started your book when she, last year when she was three and just kind of did some fun like goals around it. Um, and she's so funny. Of course, her first goal was she wants to be a mommy. <laughs> and I think she just sees how great her mommy is. So she's like, I want to be a mommy. Um, but the, her other goal was that she wanted to say she wanted to get a hundred dollars. Um, and it was just a random, she just said a hundred dollars. So, um, I want her to get excited about money and, and investing and learning about it. So her being four right now, we're working on new goals, um, out of your book and just talking about, you know, what do you want to do with it, you know, and, and learning about coins and things like that. 
So I'm just trying to get it exciting, just like when I work with the kids um, at my job, is just getting them excited about money and that it can be fun and you can have freedom with, with it. So um, yeah, I just wanted to do something completely different than what I was taught. Um, so I can just prepare for her for a better future, so. Well, per perfect transition, because I would love to hear more about how you've witnessed a change in your youth at your nonprofit, Running Rebels in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a youth that participated in the Summer Stock Market Experience last year, participated this summer, um, been exposed to other um, uh, Wisconsin-based Better Investing members. Talk to us about, I guess, that that growth and transition that you're witnessing with uh, most of your youth are in high school? Yes. Yep. The okay. ones that have participated in, uh, well, I work with middle schools and high schoolers, but the ones that have participated in those two programs, um, the stock market game and um, the challenge bowl have been in high school. Yep. Yeah. So um, I seen a, a couple of them when we did the stock market game, um, you know, in between our sessions, we'd meet um, we would meet once a week to go over the videos and the questions together. And in between those weeks, they would be reaching out to me and asking and, and coming up with different stocks like, oh, what about this, Miss Winnie? We, you know, this is going on right now. This is really popular. Like we should look into getting this. And then we'd kind of break down and see if it was publicly traded and all those things. So they would get excited in between our meetings and, and, um, have all these ideas of stocks we should look at and buy. Um, and then, you know, I've had some young people um, just wanting to try it, just wanting to, um, to just try what we're talking about. Cause I get excited about money and like, Ooh, you should, you should, um, you know, start becoming an owner of that, that Nike that you're wearing and stuff like that. And they're like, it, it intrigues them. So um, I've had young people who started and, the stock market game information that we're giving them, they're literally clicking on it. They're clicking so fast with the information that I was like, you are made to do this and made to learn this because you're learning this stuff so quick. And it's taken me years to get to this. Um, so yeah, it's been really great to see them just kind of, you know, transition into really liking it and loving it and talking about, talking about money and, you know, putting it into a different way. Um, so yeah. Oh, very cool. So now I want to hear about your experience as an adult advisor for the past two years with the CLIMB Summer Stock Market Experience Program. And also, um, what made you even join the Cash Investment Club? Yeah, so um, the first question, again, was, remind me. The, well, Let's do first the, yeah, your, your, well, I'm going to do the investment club first because you joined okay. three years ago. So yes. then we'll come back to the, okay. the stock market. So I remember, I always feel like things come to you um, for a reason and for a purpose. So um, before the cash investment club, I was hearing things of people doing, um, learning more about investing and things like that. I think I went and got one of the apps Robin Hood or Stash and something and just got and kind of got into it um, just to kind of play around with it. And then um, 
uh, Running Rebels kind of brought it up to us and said, hey, we've got, if anyone's interested in learning more about investing, we've got a partnership, you know, um, and come check out this cash investment club. So I went to a first meeting um, and I'm gonna be honest with you, the terms and the things that were said were going way over my head. I was like, oh, this is exhausting. This is like a lot. But I remember um, the knowledge and the power that was in the room of people who've been in the investments in that club for so many years, who've been investing individually 20 plus years. And I thought it was so great to have such a diverse group of people to come together and learn. Um, so I continued to stay every, every single uh, month we met. Um, and it was really nice to have everybody so welcoming and, and take calls randomly like, hey, what does this really mean? And how, you know, how does this break down? Um, and it was really great. I think getting into an investment club was probably the best thing I could do educational wise and even investing wise um, for myself. So um, yeah, that was, that was huge for me. And um, having the, the variety of people in the group is just, um, is, is life-changing for investing in general. Now, this may require a little thought, but I wanna hear from your perspective, what made you stay in the club? Because, you know, to have a background of not really understanding money, have come to an investment club meeting where the terms are over your head, and you also may be feeling like you're different and even less than and not up to speed, not up to par, what made you stay? So one thing I would say is that they were really open for us bringing people. So we were able to have other, um, other young people coming in who are brand new as well and other staff and things like that who are brand new. So we were kind of in like kind of the same stage of kind of learning. Um, and the other thing is that they were really open with suggestions of making improvements in the club. Uh, I'm, I'm very like an outspoken person. So I was like telling Bob like, hey, let's, let's um, do this or let's, let's find a way to make this a little more fun or engaging or things like that. And they were hands down like, all right, let's get it done. And um, that really helped with learning things better. Um, so yeah, and I think once I started doing other things um, with Better Investing, like going to the conference and different things like that and learning more outside of the club, um, that helped me be more comfortable while we were in the club, you know, making decisions. So putting education first really helped me stay because I, they were dedicated to helping us learn and, and answering questions and things like that. So that's definitely Excellent. probably why I stayed. Yeah. Excellent. So let's, let's learn a little bit about, um, how you've been continuing that process, because I know that you just mentioned you, you weren't just a part of the club, you aren't just a part of the club, but you're also doing some auxiliary things. Um, talk to us about what those things are. Are they going to online webinars, workshops? Is it reading the BI magazine? Is it reading certain finance books or listening to podcasts? Talk to us about how you're uh, continuing yeah. to further that. So, um, you know, um, the stock market game was really, really helpful. It's really helpful. Those videos and questions are so great and really user-friendly. Um, so that always helps kind of boost up some of the knowledge for me. 
Um, also participating in the, um, the Challenge Bowl every year as well. The Investment Challenge Bowl also helps me uh, with my knowledge. And then YouTube is like my favorite thing to pick. Um, if there's like a concept, um, I was just looking up uh, P ratio, just like trying to find a different way of someone explaining it. Um, and so YouTube's my, my go-to thing. There's a lot of great Facebook groups. Um, Black Women Invest is a group that I'm in where people ask a lot of questions and things like that. Um, so yeah, I try to use social media and different things like that um, to get any knowledge I can, so. So do you feel like in, in this investment journey that you're on, <clears throat> Um, what's probably like the number one most important thing for you to stay on path? Is it a connection to other investors? Is it just the confidence to know that you can find information? Because I'm interested to ask because, you know, as volunteers, we're always trying to understand um, our membership and most of all people and what people need. And sometimes you know, it may not be another webinar, it may be a one-on-one -on -one session, or it may be um, a, a book that can explain it. So yeah, just talk to us about like, maybe the, 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 the number one or number two things that you feel like you need in order to continue on this investment journey. You know, I think having access to people who are experienced and knowledgeable is probably number one for sure. Um, I've met some great people through my cash investment club that I can call up at any time and ask a question and get advice. Um, so that's probably definitely the number one thing I would say, um, for that, because, you know, it's, it's much more personable, um, and, you know, to be able to pick up the phone and call someone is probably really great, uh, is probably the best thing I would say for sure. Excellent. So talk to us a little bit about your own inner confidence, um, how it has grown, how it's changed with your own finances, and what have you done personally different since, let's say, within the last three years of being an investment club? You know, has it had you relook over some things, pay off some things early? You know, we just want to see how this experience with an investment club is actually influencing your own personal finance, financial journey. Yeah. Um, one thing I definitely did different was I um, increased on my contributions to my retirement plan. And um, a suggestion from someone in my club was getting a Roth IRA and using Fidelity um, as a, um, an investment, um, you know, program to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, broker. And um, maxing out that contribution like that. So that's one of my goals. And so by the end of this year, I would have maxed out that contribution for that. So I'm so excited for that. Um, and so that was probably a huge change for me to just kind of shift that mindset of paying myself first and paying myself a little bit extra more um, because I deserve it for my future. So that's probably, um, yeah, that's probably one of the big things I would say. Very cool. We had a guest on a few uh, weeks ago 
I believe his name is Brandon. And he talked about, um, you know, once he had his son, his whole perspective change and they opened up a 529 plan and, you know, every birthday or holiday, they send the contribute to the 529 plan to their family and friends, right? So is there anything um, interesting or that you're excited about that you started for your daughter? Well, I actually started her a Roth, um, a Roth IRA account. Um, so that's one thing I learned that you can have multiple Roth IRAs. I was like, that's awesome. So I've been contributing to that. Um, I've got her dad on the board for that as well. So he's like, all right, that sounds good. You know, I trust you in that. So he's been helping contribute to that too. So, um, that's something that we're doing. Yep. Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, Miss Ann. I am steady taking notes. So I expected you, Ione, when she said, oh, I got my daughter Roth and I was expecting you to say, yes, yes. I got my niece a Roth too and they're the same age. <laughs> and she already knew that, but for the rest of the other people now they know. Yeah, and that's why, I, you know, I think it's so very important, uh, you know, as you have these conversations, both of you, please be very mindful that everybody's not familiar with the stock uh, with the uh, Klein stock. Summer stock market, market experience program. Yes, the summer market, market experience. And they can go to climb, C-L-I-M-B dot org and get more information for next summer. For climb the USA. Climb, I'm sorry. USA. USA dot org, Ioni. Okay, so just want to remind everybody, we're talking to Whitney Bingham and she's the CEO and founder of selfish evolution. I love that. I'm curious though, how did you come up with that name? Yeah. So I first had selfish, um, just the thought of like really thinking about yourself. And then I thought about how, when you really want to evolve to be your true best self, you sometimes got to just be selfish and think about yourself and put yourself first, um, to get that. So then I combined the two of selfish evolution. So and one of the notes I wrote, thank you for that. But one of the notes I wrote when you're talking about uh, paying yourself first, and then you said, because I deserve it for my future. And I thought that was so powerful because oftentimes we don't think of ourselves first. You know, some of us, we may tithe and we may save, but then do we actually go a step further and invest in our future? And when you said that, it's so phenomenal because we're not thinking about the here and now, we're thinking about the future in terms of planning for it. Doesn't, you know, doesn't mean we're not gonna be here. One of the questions I had too was, can you share with us any kind of favorite resource you have? I know you talked about how you search YouTube and some other things, but oftentimes, you know, our, our guests may have a particular website or might you might say, well, I love going to that better investing website. You know, they have all those workshops. I know that's what Ioni would say. If I ask her, she'll tell us exactly which chapter. And I'm not going to call Atlanta, excuse me, I'm not going to call Georgia. I'm not going to call DC, but just in case you may have some similar, but could you share with us some of your favorite resources? Yeah, so um, like, like I said, YouTube was great for me um, and Facebook groups. 
Um, I have been seen, shown a couple of tools from Better Investing that are really great. And I actually share Better Investing's website for on some of my Facebook groups when people ask how they can learn more information. I'm like, get in a club, get in a club. Like that's the best thing you can do is get into a club and have experience from so many different people. Um, so I would say my people are my in the club are probably my best resources. And then, you know, uh, the internet's has everything. Yeah. Well, the next time somebody asks you, please remember to also say hashtag my investing story. Yes. As, yes. <laughs> as one of your favorite places. Now, what I didn't hear very much about as we were talking about your background, can you share with us any kind of um, you know, educational background, uh, school, did you decide to, to, to go uh, a particular route in your profession prior to starting your own business? Well, I actually, um, I have a degree in photography. I was very artsy um, in college. So I've got a degree in photography um, and I um, did some nursing assistant uh, certification. So I, I got healthcare background in that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm working on, um, I'm just learning in life of everything. So um, if I could afford school, I'd be in there all the time. <laughs> well, let's, let's go back, but let's go back to the healthcare. Yeah. I'm a contractor by profession. And one of the things that I'm learning is that we see trends in the different industries. And oftentimes those trends impact how we invest and how we look at investing and how we analyze stocks. So we're not making, just, just want to make sure that everybody's very clear. We're not making any stock recommendations. We're not suggesting you buy anything. So don't go tell anybody we recommended a particular company. So now with that being said, that's my disclaimer. So with, <laughs> so with that being said, do you find that sometimes you analyze some of the healthcare companies based upon where you work and what you're exposed to in that industry? Yeah. Um, and if you I mean, do, just give us an example why, right? So, um, yeah, I think also I have a, I, I think for my club, we kind of did, um, I had suggestions, weren't necessarily in healthcare, but I'm also, I was also a vegan for five years. So I did some, some healthier, like vegan companies I suggested to our, our um, cash club. Um, just because my own personal, um, you know, experience with it and the benefits of it. Um, so we did some kind of searching on that and we had some real success with um, Beyond Meat, um, buying that. And um, that was a really good buy for us. Um, and we made a couple hundred, I think, on that before we, we ended up selling it. But yeah, that was probably one example I can think of for sure. Okay, what about your family, and we didn't talk very much about siblings and whether or not any of your siblings or any other relatives, like uh, any other relatives, I don't get into which ones they are, but are you finding that your investing story and your investing history is impacting positively or negatively on your family? And are there any family members in your club? There are, none of my family members are in the club. Um, um, but 
I think I like to think it is. I've been trying for the longest to get them to start, you know, um, making some better choices. Um, it's really I have a twin brother, and it's really my mom. So it's really my mom, my brother, and my mom, and um, they're slowly trying to get to there. But I don't know if they're quite there yet. Like I said, we I grew up with money coming in and right out, and they kind of had that mindset still of like you know, as soon as it hits their hand, it's gone kind of thing. So. Um, I've been talking to them about starting an investment club so they can kind of learn that and put that away for that, but it's a, it's a slow process, but yeah. But, but do you think they're watching you though in that? Slow yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, I've showed my mom, um, some of my portfolios and showed her a little bit of what it's looking like. Cause people like numbers, people like to see stuff real and live. And so when I showed her, she's like, oh, look at that. You know, like, that's great. And I'm like, you know, you could do this too. And she's, well, I'm older and all this stuff. But <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, she's, she's proud. And I'm just trying to get her to start putting it in now and, and understanding the importance of it for herself and, you know, for my brother. So. All right. Talk to us about the future. What does the future look like, though, in terms of your volunteering with the chapter, volunteering with your club? or just sharing this, this message of the power of investing? What does that look like? Yeah, so I want to just continue to, to reach young people, continue to, to work with um, kids in the city and, and under, getting them to understand the importance of money. Um, I'm hoping to retire much at a much younger age um, um, than, you know, my mother has and things like that. So um, I'm really excited for it. And I am so grateful for opportunities like this to continue to help me to grow in myself um, and, and learn. So I thank you guys for sure. Yeah, but let's go back to the number. You know, we yes. had a number of different people on here to talk about retiring and many of them have retired. And interestingly, and Iona was, and I were talking about this a while back, we've been doing this show now for pro, this podcast for over a year. And it still amazes me that the number of people who have retired and or retiring are not self-employed. They don't own businesses. They're simply investing small amounts of money over a very long period of time and they did not need to make the money from the business. Now, you and I both are entrepreneurs and we know that these businesses must be fed like a baby until they grow up sometimes 15, 20 years if they leave home after they grow up, right? In terms of a business being able to financially support itself. So with that thought in mind, when you say, you want to retire early. What does that look like? What's that number? And have you done the math? Um, I've, I've worked on trying to do the math. Okay. Um, I think I need to work on it again. But my goal is, is uh, 45. So in 10 years, um, I have some things in the works um, that um, are going to bring a good amount of income in for me. Um, and so my goal is to continue to max out my contributions to my Roth IRA 
um, every single year and be consistent with it. So. Excellent. Excellent. I'm not sure if you saw the episode where we hosted Jackie Kosky, and I think someone may have put her book in the chat, but she was one of those individuals that did retire uh, at a very early age, but she had, yeah, it's in the chat. So her book, uh, for those who are listening uh, online and you don't see the chat, it is uh, it's entitled Money, Letters to My Daughter. And so that's something you might want to check out, but thank you so much for that, Marcia, uh, for sharing that. So the number again, so we can make sure everybody around the world is holding you accountable. What was that number again now? 45 years old. 45. Excellent. And you have a documented plan of action. Plan A, plan B, and a plan C. Yes. Ioni, this sounds familiar, Ioni. Ioni. Sounds like something else. (laughs) Ioni has a plan. Uh, uh, I think Ioni might already be retired, but anyway, that's another program. So... So let me go back to the kids because I think it's so very important, your passion and what you've been doing with CLIMB and some of the other programs. Can you share with us any particular student or group of students and the impact that they've had um, either on you or vice versa in terms of the stock market game? Um, So I've um, I've had one young lady who... Um, had started creating goals to save a thousand dollars and I actually had two young ladies who did this and um, they were able to reach their goal and one was to buy her own car out her of her own money and she reached that goal and so wait wait now how old were these students um the one was 16 and the other one is 14 wow so the 14 year old was able to save a thousand dollars um, and then the 16 year old was able to buy her own car, which I think she paid a little over $2,000 for. Um, so that was really exciting for them to, to see them kind of take some of the information of the importance of saving. Um, and, and, um, you know, the, 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 the pride and the, and being proud of themselves to accomplish, to accomplish that and, and get something that they, you know, did on their own, um, so yeah, that's one I can think of for sure uh, for our young people. Now, was that the impact on you or vice versa? You're impacting them. Um, that was probably, well, that was definitely a little both because, um, but I think them being in that, in that, um, that weekly program and talking about the savings part um, was really helpful for them to understand. And um and yeah, they always are influencing me, you know, to continue to stick to my goals and hold myself accountable for things. So, yeah. And, you know, always, you know, what, what I'd like to do, because we, we have, <laughs> we have volunteers, Bet Investing volunteers in the chat that's actually giving you resource information. We're going to share that with the audience. So Dan Harbour, Harder, thank you so very much. He says, to make that goal of retiring at 45, Jackie Cummings Koski gives you the roadmap. I love it. Yes, yes. And this is the YouTube uh, link. So for those of you that's listening, you can go to YouTube 
and uh, search her name. Search Jackie Cummings Koski, K-O-S-K-I on YouTube. And what I'd like to do is, you know, we get a lot of information from our, from our, um, from our guests that's in the chat. So thank you, uh, Kathy, um, Marshall, Dan Harder, Ioni, of course, and so many others that chime in. If you have a question for our guests, please feel free to put it in the chat because we want to make sure before our time runs out that we talk about better investing and just make sure everybody knows that better investing does have a 90-day free membership on the front of the website. So if you go to betinvesting.org and look at the very bottom of the website, you will see the 90-day free membership. And we share that because we've heard from our guests tonight and all of our guests, Whitney's talking about the impact that Better Investing has had on her. Actually, why don't we do that, Whitney, instead of me sharing what you shared, I do have my notes and things that you said. Actually, let me... Let me give you a couple of them before Ioni takes back this microphone. But you talked about uh, how getting into a club was the best thing that could have happened to you. And then you went on to say, actually, it was life changing. And that just really did something to me because I know the impact it has had on my life. And I know that Ioni's here because of that. And the ripple effect that we all have, we really don't oftentimes realize as a volunteer. So let me just make sure, Ioni, um, we're, we're going to start wrapping up soon. But did you have anything else you want to ask, Ioni, before I continue with my questions? Uh, you can finish. I'm, I do have a question, but you can go ahead. Okay. All right. So we have people still joining in. We want to make sure that our guests please comment, like, and share the show. Now, one of the things I always like to ask, and that's about books. One of my favorite investing books is uh, Main Street Millionaires. I had the pleasure of meeting uh, the founder before he passed years ago that started this phenomenal organization. And to read that story has just been so encouraging. And I also share the book, and I know Ioni does too, um, to people in terms of getting them to understand how simple it is to be a volunteer. So if you were to share with us, Whitney, what would be one of the books you've read um, that you think would be beneficial to our listeners on investing? Um, I'd say I really liked Rich Dad, Poor Dad um, and showing that different perspectives. Uh, I feel like I could relate to a lot of it um, with my own family. Um, yeah. So that would probably be one. I liked the writing of it and how he wrote in comparing the two between his father. So. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Ioni. Yeah. I, I, uh, one question and um, hopefully you're able to distill it a little bit more for us. Um, I know you said you wanted to retire in 10 years, uh, but I just wanted to get a, a sense of how has learning about investing change your perception and perspective on money overall? Yeah. Um, I had to get out of this habit that I've grown up to know of, you know, of just 
not seeing it as a real value. Um, so learning that, you know, money is power and that it really will help you become comfortable in life in the future. And, you know, to be able to still have freedom of, of what you would like to do. Um, so I think, and, and, and for my daughter too, that's been my biggest inspiration of her not having to have to work if she didn't want to. And she can focus literally on her, on her dreams and the things that she's passionate about. So that's, that's my go-to motivation is just making sure she is comfortable and, and has that opportunity to be able to just follow her dreams and, and do whatever she wants to do and money not be an issue. So, yeah. Excellent. So I think you, I think you answered that. Whoa, 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 wait a minute now. Hold on. You want to make sure your daughter is comfortable, can follow her dreams. Money is not an issue. Are you by any chance describing Ioni McNeil here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't resist that. I love it. You guys are, de- you guys are definitely goals. I want to be in your position and my daughter sitting right there and we're doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I love it. I, 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 Ioni, I, I just, I just couldn't resist that. So you can, you can proceed. With love you. it. Not a- of course. Here I was thinking what your interruption was important, but <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, that did catch me off guard though. So you get some points for that. Um, <laughs> but but I what I was gonna say was um it seems like that seems to be your ultimate vision uh for yourself, um, your ultimate kind of financial or money vision. Cause I know a lot of times that's the that's the ultimate why you know having that kind of strong conviction of of what you want your life to end up with uh the comfortability the the accessibility the freedom um but i think you had tied it unless you want to add anything i think you had kind of summed it up with um you doing that work uh to help prep for your daughter Okay, say it again because we couldn't hear you. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay, cool. Ioni, if I may, I just want to, before we before we move too far, I would like to ask everybody, please click the link that's in the chat. Uh, thank you so very much, Richard Bishop. He just shared that the next BI Magazine review from the DC chapter is, is at this link in the chat. And I think it's so important as we come on and we share resources, Better Investing has so many resources from YouTube to the magazine, to the website, to the chapters, to the model clubs. It's so very easy to uh, become inundated, if you will, overwhelmed, if you will. And this is why it's so important to be specific about what you're wanting and desiring to learn. Ioni's, you know, not saying very much, but she is our incoming president of our South Florida Bed Investing chapter. And she does a phenomenal model investing investing club meeting. And the club was just opened up. And I just, just want to give kudos to all of the chapters that have model investing investment clubs that anybody for free can sit in and listen 
you know, and if you decide you want to be a part of that particular club, model club, then you can go through the process that's required from that club. Now, do you, uh, Whitney, have you been in a model investment club as a part of your bed investing journey at all? We started, um, I helped start a club with um, the nonprofit that I work at. Awesome. Um, and so that was um, really great information to see how it kind of starts from the scratch, from the very beginning and from the paperwork. Um, so yes, and we started, I think, uh, March. So yes, we've been, a, we've five, six months we've been up and so doing wow. ours. So yes, it was, it and was I, really great. And, I, and, I, and you have uh, Kathy Wanzo is on and she's cheering you on so kathy thank you so very much yes and she's a part of of your experience and uh bakal lala thank you also for chiming in and we just want to encourage all of you to consider if you're interested in being a part of this podcast either in front of the camera as a guest you know and you can share your investing story um, Iona, you can put that in the chat where they can reach out to us in terms of, of, of doing that. But I also just want to make sure for all of you that's listening and, and interested in learning more about better investing, because I don't think we could ever say enough about the impact that it has had and is continuing to have on our lives individually as volunteers. And so I'm going to come back to you and, and have you share with us the club that you just recently started or in the process of starting, what motivated you to do that? Um, so the members that um, are part of the club were also, some of us are also part of the cash investment club. And so we wanted to start another one um, to get some young, more young people involved with it. Um, and kind of just, I guess, spread our wings of, of, you know, making some investment choices on our own. So um, it's been a great um, kind of experience so far of learning the ups and downs and getting through um, kind of the, the, um, the, the troubled error spots. But yep, so we wanted to really kind of get on our own and we're still part of the cash club, but we wanted to kind of start one on our own with um, getting more young people involved. Okay, so what's the age range of the young people involved in the new club though? So we, um, our organization works with 12 and up. So that's kind of where we're staying at that 12 and up age. And then we're encouraging parents as well to get involved with it. So we're kind of getting some parents and, and their, their children involved with it at the same time. So, well, you know what happens to children, right? You know what they happens? Grow, they grow up. They grow up. And so that seed that you plant inside really is the seed of an acorn. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about the oak tree and having a forest of oak trees, that's shed, you know, this, 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 this shedding and sharing, you know, light and, and, and breeze and all of the things that come with, whether it's a fruit tree, a shade tree, whatever it is, I, I really look at what we're doing is like lighting a really, um the future if you will because you don't really know the impact and i know ioni and i come on and we interview lots of people but when you think about the fact that 20 to 40 years from now 
what will it look like for you and the impact that you're having? What are you expecting that to look like for you? Say 40 years from now. Um, I'm hoping to be continuing to teach, doing things like this that you guys are doing right now. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I want to see myself continuing to just always teach and always learning, um, with young people and, and my, my daughter and, and hopefully future children. So. Excellent. I just want to remind everybody that may have come on a little later. We have been talking with hashtag my investing story, Whitney Bingham's story. And Whitney, again, is the CEO and founder of Selfish Evolution, but she's also a member of the Cash Investment Club in Milwaukee. And they just started uh, a new club. Now, Whitney, what's the name of the new club you started with the youth? Uh, it's a pipeline to promise. Yep. So we're, yep. We're thinking of having to have that, Excellent. that pipeline to have generations come together. Yep. Excellent. 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 All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. Iona, do you have any closing comments? And Brittany will have you give, if you will, the last words. And we want to thank all of our listeners and participants that come on. Uh, Iona, any last words before Brittany? Yes, uh, just a few announcements so that uh, by the time people are hearing this live and maybe when they hear the recording on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, they can be aware that the uh, D.C. Regional Chapter of Better Investing is going to be hosting um, a Better, Better Investing Magazine review. It's a monthly workshop they do where they take you deep dive into that month's um, uh, magazine issue and they have some chapter members who do some really great stock presentations. So if you want to learn about um, how to analyze a stock, uh, what we're talking about within the Better Investing community, that's a great, um, a great workshop to attend. That's going to be Monday, October 4th, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, also, the uh, North Florida chapter of uh, Better Investing has their Space Coast Model Investment Club meeting on the 4th of October and their stock investment workshop on the 5th of October. And so that's always on the first and uh, first Monday and first Tuesday of every month. And last but not least, least the uh, Georgia chapter of Better Investing has um, one of my favorite events, which is the uh, club mentoring and I believe that's going to be on October 7th. Um, so again, you can go to betterinvesting.org and type in the name of the chapter and look up their local events in order to get um, registered and get more information about those upcoming events. All right. With that being said, Brittany, if you want to go ahead and give us any last closing comments that you may have. Sure. Um, just thank you guys so much for this opportunity. Um, I just want to tell everybody to keep investing, keep learning, get you get involved into a club, um, and yep, get build that future for yourself and and your children if you have them. And you do have, and you do have one that is driving you all the way to the bank. Would you say that your daughter's driving you to the bank? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the motivation, right? Yep, yep, absolutely. 
All right. We want to also encourage all of our listeners who are actually on with us from the Zoom account, please save the chat. We have lots of information in the chat. Uh, on Zoom. So if you would, if you would please save the chat before we end the program. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and, and give my, my uh, last comment. And that is become a better investor. And if you are interested in learning more, you can go to betterinvesting.org. And remember, we're not selling any products. We're not day traders. We're not stockbrokers. We are just simply volunteers. And Whitney, we want to thank you for coming on and sharing your phenomenal hashtag my investing story. And then we're going to ask all of our all of our guests to remember, share this podcast. I already told you where you can find it. And then we will see all of you next week, same place, same time, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. All right, everybody, good night. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.